This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I., what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just a mag. Yeah, just a magnet. Come on, Cam, last year, we, we said probably 150, mid-150. Yeah. Same doe from the morning come out with that nine-pointer. Here, here steps out this 90-inch eight-pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then I step like another 90-inch eight-pointer. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like... <laughs> I'm like deer right there. Yeah, like and he's 30 already yards. thirty yards. Yeah, he he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at one forty in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like two forty five, twenty four yard shot. Sent the combat veteran, and I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's it's almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. All right, let's get into the show. This is the Whitetail Legacy Podcast coming in your ear holes on a warm, sunny Wednesday. Finally. Here in the Midwest. It is beautiful out. Um, it's going to be, what, 60? Almost 60 Sunday? Yeah. It's going to be real no, It's going to be almost day. 70 Sunday. Oh, 70. Yeah. yeah. So I almost said 70, but I was like, I can't remember. Like, 50, like 67, right? <laughs> Sounds too good right? to be true. Yeah. So hard to remember. Uh, we haven't came at you with just me and home slice for a while, so uh, we figured this would be a good week. We have a gang of content coming for you guys. We got legends, we got companies, um, 
We got some more public land guy stuff. We got guys moving to kill deer. We got we got a lot of stuff lined up, um, ready to come on. We're gonna have a couple more podcasts come on in this off season. Um, just get getting everything laid out to just turn out about ten burners <laughs> back to back to back. So um, I've been getting the scheduling going. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, but like I said, we're gonna come at you with just us, get you guys caught up because, like I said, the next ten episodes are probably gonna be um not say, us <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be after turkey season before we it's probably... hard to, it's hard to keep you guys updated and a lot of people want to know what we're doing which is weird for us but this is why we do this yeah, thing right? right so um first off uh i want to shout out a bunch of people that have bought uh hats or shirts from us um mike wagner andrew how do you say that aiden bomb i'm gonna stab at aiden that bomb. aiden bomb math uh, what? Andrew actually bought um, double of everything, and he was going to give some to his buddies, so that was super oh, cool. Oh, that's super solid, man. Matthew Dennison, Jack, don't know your last name, bro. You're just like three <laughs> doors down from us. But, yeah. He'll be over here hanging out with us Brian for Brian Johnson, Prest, Preston uh, Teeterman, yep. Thor, and Paul. You guys know who you are. Um, that's just a few of them that we were just remembering uh, offhand, but uh, the stuff has been flying off the shelves. We had to order more hats. Had to order more. Oh, yeah, Scott and Nate. <laughs> the TV is cut off. We almost forgot Next Level, guys. Really? Scott and Nate, thanks thanks for buying. But we uh, had to order more hats, and we have another short shirt order. Are they better quality shirts? Yes. Okay, and we got better quality T-shirts for the logo. All right, got that out of the way. Let's get into the people that make this possible. Start out with a VIP veteran shout-out. Yeah, this week's shout-out is Jeff Cochran, and he was in the U.S. Army for 12 years. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate your service and uh, the sacrifice you made for this country and as well as your family. Yeah, that's super solid, man. 12 years is a long time. I think it's 20 and out, man, and that just 20 years is yeah, just too long, just, man. That's just too long. That's a lot of time to just keep signing that yeah, line, you know. To be gone. Dick, you never know where you're at. Right. So you never know where you're going to be. I would say that's it sounds tough. like they have a pretty solid plan, but, man, you know how that goes. Yeah. Like, all right, let's get into ECW calls. Uh, Jeff has a new commercial out for his calls being in FarmKeen and for his company. Um, you can pick any local guys that want to get his calls. You can pick them up from FarmKeen, um, any of the local areas. That was huge for him. And uh, Gander Outdoors also. So big shout-out to him uh, picking up more companies to carry his uh, patent-pending double-sided turkey call that, that we will be using soon. Um, all right, who, do we, who else we got? Exodus trail cameras. Exodus trail cameras. So, um, I, I ran. If you go back to what episode was the late season whitetail tactics? Do you remember? Um. Anyways, we had late season whitetail tactics. We had uh, Saskatchewan. That was like the the area for cold weather, and he suggested running industrial double A's. Mm-hmm. I bought some, put them in an Exodus through all the winter. And I had 99% battery life when I just pulled it, nice. when I found that shed so right. a week ago. So it went for three months through, like, negative temps, and it was at 99%. Like a lithium should be, but this is the industrial double A's, and yep. they're almost half price of lithiums. So that's a a really stat tactic, along with another. Uh, there's a bunch of good tactics in that episode for cold yeah. weather, but that was a really good cold weather tactic that I thought I wanted to cover and the Exodus trail camera never missed a beat through the cold weather, but we we knew it wasn't going to be a problem because we ran them last year. Um, excited to get more Exodus cams out there and get them on video mode. 
I think we're going to run two on the same tree different directions <laughs> this year right. just to kind of oh, fill man. in some more missing details. But uh, um, is that it? Getting into Ingram's Outdoor Obsession. Oh, Ingram's Outdoor Obsession, man. Oh, yeah. Um, dude is scooping sheds. Oh, he's killing it. Yeah, and he's doing solid, doing better than us, man. Um, just bought a camera to be able to take some high-quality pictures um, in studio and uh, to film a little, I guess. Awesome. Us talking about filming, hopefully – motivated him a little bit but i know he's super jacked uh all your taxidermy needs does he uh, need a camera arm i got one i told him <laughs> that you got one but i didn't know if he wanted to buy get the stiff arm elite or whatever for his his uh micro four thirds camera yeah, I'll, I'll probably just sell him my regular stiffy oh really oh, yeah. okay because we got the bulky base now for the yeah for the big oh yeah oh yeah I'll let and him know. i got the email back about the new springs did so, you yeah are they going to send us one or what? No, you no. buy. You got to buy like a pack of ten for like a dollar forty. Well, we need ten of them. That's <laughs> yeah, probably right? solid. I was like, that's probably a good idea. I'll lose them. All right, that's it, right? That is it. Oh, that is it. Okay. All right. So we're going to get you caught up with what we got going on, what the future holds for us the next uh, eight, ten weeks of podcasting that you guys aren't going to hear, but us just talk a little bit at the beginning. Um, so we want to talk about our public land scouting. We put a huge effort in last year to check out multiple public land pieces, and we have it narrowed down to one that we are going to solely target this year coming up. And instead of targeting other ones, we're going to put all our eggs in one basket. Um, we still have the info from the other ones nestled in there, but uh, we're going to keep it pretty hardcore while we can mm -hmm. on the one public and we actually are trying to gain private around that one public so um but we went we went out there we went on a shed hunt it was a little early it was raining it was terrible uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out to nick brown and ingram from ingram's outdoor obsession coming out there with us it, ingram was like dude you guys are dumb going yeah, back right? here <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it was it was a lot of fun man it was cool to get all the guys out there and uh and go through it we scouted a lot of different areas on that that public that we're going to try early season getting in yeah um but for our rut where we were in the rut um uh, what we thought was betting was 100 percent betting um this and, time of year you couldn't even walk in it and hardly. it's not as flat as what i thought it was yeah and there's nothing flat on there no yeah. yeah you know it's just all these little gullies almost mm -hmm. you know just little ridge tops little i think that's why they like it out there they get out on those ridge tops get set up there's no you cannot yeah. sneak down a ridge and up a ridge it's so thick the wind's not really going to be in there smoking through if no. it you know like it is out in the open i mean it's literally just about a dream mm -hmm. spot yeah and then they're real close to ag so the deer that are coming our way i have no idea why they're not just cutting south unless they don't want to go across that huge ravine yeah. And they're coming out in the flat to kind of browse on that grass and then go. And what was there, like three, four, maybe five spots where they're crossing the fence? Mm -hmm. And, like, it is heavy, yeah. heavy traffic. You know that's where they're feeding. Yeah. So, um, but that's what we thought last year. You know, I said, man, we need to get in here, and, you know, in the morning. They'd be coming off the ag with the does. But right. uh, we've seen that, but the bucks are coming from the other direction. Yeah. So, which... All some of some of them were coming the 10 was coming from the other way yeah but but anyways so we wanted to like there's not a lot of trees where we're hunting it's kind of like overgrown pasture kind of newer timber and uh we wanted to kind of scout um and maybe find if there's a better spot and there literally is not a better spot than where we're at no no the two the two trees we got picked out the two trees that are huntable that's the, that's that, that's i the think money. the other tree is is super money we just got to get into it. Mm -hmm. okay. It's it, but I would say it, it, 
I'm falling in love with that spot we were in, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. it was so good every time we were there. Besides that one day you were there, honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but you don't know what's going on in the back. Yeah. And we did run one cam back there, but just like we've come to learn and be, you know, pretty adamant about is that cam only tells you so much. And there's a whole other route and access two that the other. deer are losing. Yeah, there's yeah. two other that they're using heavy, you know, and for as much daylight was on that cam, you know You know, yeah. You know there was more more daylight, you know on the back side of it or across on the other pinch. Yeah. But uh, there's three possible, two, but it's hard to cover one with one camera, but there's two pinch points that are coming in on this tree and it's coming from ag into thick bedding. Um, and the deer right now just absolutely obliterating it. We're going to get back in there and we'll, there'll be some sheds in there. There's got to be. Yeah. So. D- did see one cam back there. Um, yeah, kind of close to the main access on the other side. Yep. Not and not even where we're hunting, really. But No, no, it's on the opposite side. I don't know there. what where he plans on getting in a yeah, tree I'm unless not, he's hunting off the ground. or I'm not 100% sure there. Yeah, it could just be going off the ground. Um, early season spots that we looked at, um, it, it every time we were like, oh, dude, yeah, nobody's going to be hunting back up over here. Boom, there's, you know, sign that somebody's been hunting there. Mm-hmm. And um, so still going to give that a go um still even from a you know a map scouting perspective or a digital scouting um eyeball looking over the piece we had thought about going back there and we Mm -hmm. just we just never did yeah it's just we kept going like where it used to be good you know where i had its success and it used to be good used to be good and just more people hunting public more people hunting that area and it's just pushing the deer further back in yeah and and we're limited on the amount of days we can be out there just due to you know our lifestyle we have to work we're yeah. dads you know and stuff so um just like daylight that, saving time is going to be stat yeah, I was like, hopefully that hopefully <laughs> yeah. that happens yeah. but just like that film in the badlands film festival like the guy's like you know you only have so many nickels you like you have only so many hunts mm-hmm. and you want to make that hunt the you want to go to the best possible spot in your mind mm-hmm. so that's just kind of why we didn't push back into the unknown area you know why push back when you have trail cam pictures of giants close you have history close yeah you've scouted that tree you yeah know and you they're get flirting with daylight like they're right on the edge you know like oh it's cold front maybe maybe this is it giant ag field right here yeah you know i mean like it's it's you're not hunting the ag but you're hunting right off the ag and you feel like it's good but just or you have an acorn flat there or yeah. uh you have a green food source we that have one on acorn that green yeah that one acorn flat where that easy access is yeah. is an early season dynamite. I feel like For I sure. feel like that needs to be priority. Next, next time we need to plan out a little more of a day and like mm-hmm. or not plan out more of a day, but um, take more time in the day mm-hmm. and maybe just quick scout where we hunted mm-hmm. and comb through that again because hopefully hopefully some deer's dropped the shit back there. Yeah, but then like really pound back up over there because I feel like we can. That's easier to get to. Yeah. So. And it'd be a good earlier spot. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like there's no acorns out there really, but that spot's heavy with them. Yeah. So you know where you had to hop the the river and you went knee deep. Mm-hmm. So that ridge right there, there's like another ridge up higher, mm-hmm. and I didn't walk it, but that bottom ridge was hammered with rubs. It'd be the same direction, and I feel like that's where that one camera was that we sh- that guy showed us the pictures off. Okay. Because that ladder stand was down there. I feel like it was on that ridge. Oh. So yep. they're coming off the private and circling around up to us. So it's going to have to, we're, you're going to have to play the people that are there, 
you know, to where you go. If they're there, but they weren't there early. No. You know, no, they, they, they hunted they were it dynamite, down the rut. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I think that might be better early. And Just then, had that one older guy with the longbow back there yeah. on cam. And, and that, that leaves the top for for the rut. You know, kind of leaves that thick bedding and stuff where you're not bumping anything. Right. So... I think that's a better option. But, you know, just basic rundown for you guys. If you're out there scouting public or scouting your private, go to those pieces right now that you think are betting and verify that they are betting. If you did not go through in season, that's one thing we do not like to do. Um, we like to verify. We like we like to think about it in season and then verify out of season just because I feel like if you go into that betting area, and you bump them. In my and I know people say bucks can get bumped and come back to their bed, but yeah. in my history of doing that, I've I've never had success. They might come back, but they're they're not there in the daylight. They've lost that comfort of going there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like doing that just would like blow my mind. That if that you know when it happens, I know what happens, but like that's just you know very rare. But yeah, if me and you would have went in there like with stands on our backs, we couldn't have hunted it anyways. No. You know what I mean? And I was in that tree like, man, we should really get down and go over there. Yeah. But I was like, when we get over there, it's going to be a disaster. I could just, and it it would have been. You know what I mean? There's like that one point where that scrape was. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is the money spot. Yeah. But (laughs) you you, can't shoot anything. No, you're not. I don't even care if you had a gun. Yeah. You're not getting back there even. And then you can't shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if any of those gullies are full of water. Dude, you'd have to be at that tree at 430. Yeah. Or like if there was a tree there, you'd have to be there at 430. Yeah. I mean. But like, just like Cody was saying, how we got back there is last, last winter you went back there, scouted found some sign and stuff and you know you wanted to hunt there and it's kind of a newer spot for you us Mm -hmm. so you don't really know how the deer are using it you just see what the sign was from the previous year and that's why you know through our observation of hunting we're like okay so this is the doe bedding and you know being a timid hunter that Mm -hmm. we are you know we both kind of are like that a little bit um we just didn't want to press in there converting you to the dark side uh, yeah (laughs) i mean if because if it was like what we thought it was like it is betting like it just in there walking around i I mean i'd have been like like when magnum pi went in there and if we would have got down yeah that deer didn't leave there no he was in there right i guarantee he was in there and bred that dough and then rolled out but you're not you're not sneaking in there on deer and hanging and banging no not there you know what i mean you ain't doing that so um there's just it's just different it's just different terrain it's it's nasty and it's it's not feasible i know a lot of guys are listening to this are like hell just get in there you know what I mean? <laughs> but i'm not saying like don't ever go in there if it's it, you know if you're like gonna take a long ball shot go for it you know what i mean but mm. for us this is a place that we want to hunt repeatedly we have really good success playing the downwind side of that yeah yeah if this betty. is if we were on a three-day hunting trip and we were in that tree and we're like it's the I, that was our second day yeah i'd been like all right you know we'll, let's go we'll, yeah we'll run out this hunt here a little bit in the afternoon and then we're gonna get down and go in there yeah. and hopefully find a spot to set up tomorrow yeah so i but it's that, all situation all, yeah it is so another thing um that we like to do this time of year and you guys can do also is scout hunter sign you're not supposed to leave stands up and in, in state of illinois on public but a lot of people do we don't because we run nice stands and we don't want them stolen for one yeah um we found a lot of stands out there and that just shows you or 
tags, you know, people mm-hmm. put the little tree markers or stuff. Cause we found that access trail that someone made. We're like, geez, cause it was tagged. <laughs> you know what I mean? But scout that stuff right now. Um, cause if there stands there more than likely they're not like the, where we ran, where we ran the Exodus in the bottom mm-hmm. all year. We, we never knew there was a stand there. No, we went down there. I'm like, Oh damn, there's a stand right here, but we never got a picture of that guy. Cause he probably, he cut right, right before our camera. Yeah. And he might not even known our camera was there. No, no. But that just goes to show you. If Maybe you just, if he was like up there glassing and just happened to yeah. see it. If you just went off what you're on camera, you're like, oh, there's no one around here. Yeah. And then, boom, there's a stand 100 yards away. You know <laughs> right? what I mean? Like, you, you, it's just good to walk those areas now and and mark that on, on your phone or whatever app you use. Yeah, or, you know, there's bark chipped off yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, you can tell, like, if someone's made access through something or knock stuff down or been in a tree you can yeah it's, it's gonna be a lot bigger than the deer going through there yeah so um one other thing i like to look for of course is previous sign um we we don't do a lot of hunting over that sign i don't feel like no, but we like to get in the general area it makes you it makes you think about that area in your head like okay there's sign here i just feel like so much signs made nocturnal like them rubbing post mm-hmm. like i feel like I wish I could just burn an Exodus camera on that <laughs> yeah. on video mode because that would be Gosh. sick. You know what I mean? But I just feel like that's nocturnal stuff. But I could be wrong. But, I mean, that's wide open, but there's hella sign right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, another thing that I really like to do this time of year is find huntable trees, which seems silly. but And then mark them on your phone. Mark them on your GPS because I think I marked like eight or ten trees. You know, will I ever hunt there? I have no idea. But dropping a pin and literally write huntable tree mm-hmm. is way better than looking at a map and be like, oh, that tree might be good. And then you get all the way back there and it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, hey, we need to take double the straps because it's a giant yeah, tree, but it's I got, the only yeah, tree. I got that in the notes too. You know, big tree or, you know, um, going to have to hang high or going to have to hang low. You know, you I like to write that stuff down so I know. And then... Like you said, we run into it a lot where at least that bottom step, you're going to need an extra. I know Lone Wolf sells longer straps, but mm-hmm. those straps, are they, they work it perfect the way they wrap around, yeah. you know? So I just don't want to switch that up and get the long the long straps when you can just run a ratchet strap, yeah. you know? Yep. So. And just like Cody was saying, like, you know, there are people out there that do leave stands up, which you're not supposed to, but put that, put that stand that's there on your map or you know mark it somehow but mark it as a different color be like this is another hunter's spot you know so you're not trying to roll up on somebody and legit you know cock block them but you know at least you have you have that idea that somebody else is in that area and um you're not trying to be right on top of them yeah another good thing that i like to think about when you find that stand you start thinking about how are they accessing this yeah. Because that's going to affect how the deer act using the area. You know I was, what I mean? Yeah, because when we seen them two up at the early season spot, I'm less like, are they walking in? Are they walking in? Like, because it's a, almost dead middle. Yeah. You know, either way. And I'm just like, man, that's. I'd say they're biking down that trail and then cutting straight in. I'm going to say it's easy walking, but, but it's far. But it, like, so if, so if you've seen that stand this time of year, right, you're out there scouting then you see that a bike park there or you see someone walking in now you're like okay which way is the wind blowing how's that going to affect the deer movement yeah and you play off him so knowing where those stands are key not saying that they're not going to switch 
a stand, but a lot of hunters, once they kind of find a spot, they normally stick to that area. Yeah, you know just, what I mean? Yeah. They kind of hang out in that area, and they some hunters go everywhere, but I'd say 70, 70% kind of find an area they like. and They're going to be within 50 to 80 yards of their tree yeah. you know, that they first hunted it, hang and then they're going to tweak it, and then boom, just yeah. hang in that area. Yeah, like, I feel like... I feel like that's the case, you know, and uh, I'm surprised that we found so many stands back here. Yeah, there. I was really surprised, and at the spots that they were at. Yeah, I mean, they were all in pretty decent spots. They were nice stands, too. Yeah, they were nice stands, and they were all, I was like, man, this this is pretty, boom, there's a stand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, man, this is, they're just hunting the same spots I want to hunt. Yeah. So, but uh, those are, those stands are just, I feel like if we could get in there early and just risk it, you know. But, yeah. But we can always... If we see someone else going in, well, it was just like we kind of, we didn't mark that spot off, but just like I said, we went you know another eighty yards and we found another good spot. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of we're we're hunting the same area and we're kind of hunting the same deer, but you're far enough away to where yeah. you're not literally I mean, we had, seeing the guy. The rut, in the tree. We had a guy like one fifty and two hundred. Yeah. So I mean, so and we seen a lot of deer. Right. So so just just. As long as everybody's going good with the wind, you're normally good. If someone isn't blocking on your wind, well, then, then the deer will start blowing and hopefully just come right to you because that, <laughs> that's happens, what, too. That's <laughs> what happens too. <laughs> start blowing and run around right to you. But, but yeah, that's just some of our uh, scouting efforts. You know, a lot of people say look for sheds and, and you know, see what bucks survive. That's great. But I, f- I feel like finding sheds on public and that deer still being there is even less of a chance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And you don't know. I mean, opening day on this public, there's 15 cars in the parking lot. You know, the first day you could shed hunt it. And I was like, Jesus, God, there ain't a shed out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't. So, but uh, that's just some something for you guys to think about. Um, just get out there and walk it. You will learn so much by walking. A lot of people like to get on the four-wheelers and drive around. You got to get off and walk that. You got to walk the shit. Then you yeah. will, you'll learn, man. You'll see... On the trail, on the four-wheelers and side-by-side, you can see that main trail, but then you don't see that secondary small trail that's got all the r- little rubs on it. You're like, oh, this is – I need to be thinking about this one too because right. it's, it's actually downwind of where my stand is because I'm hunting the main big trail. You know what I mean? So you got to put those pieces together. But uh, you want to talk about the bow hunting, the bow league a little bit? Yeah, so um, I'm. if you guys have been following along here, like I'm trying to <clears> – <throat> really um shoot my bow a lot this year i made a bad shot on a buck that we didn't even talk about because when i was making our intro which you heard um on the intro of this episode new one we forgot to cover that um we i i put a bad shot on a buck it wasn't a bad shot but just the way everything played out um it ended up being a bad shot so alert deer long range shot yeah didn't stop him and, and hit him back. It. Hit him back. Yep. So, so don't know if he's alive or not. Um, we're gonna get out there uh, here in the next weekend or two, and and really cover the whole uh, yeah. country block. So we'll hopefully either turn up or he'll turn up here in July. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know why we didn't talk about that, but it was just boom right to Missouri. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've become a better archer, and last year was really a big um improvement for me as far as like the arrow going where i aim you know like that was big and it's been a shooting my bow has now become fun to me instead of just like a job all right you know everybody's talking about getting your bow out it's july season's three months away this is something i need to do 
Um, now I want to do it. And something that helped me do that is um, Ben Harrison with the bow league, with the bow hunting league, um, has expanded that league and that group to just more than a whitetail championship. They also have a turkey hunting league. They have a shed hunting league um, or a competition. And now they have a one-shot yard league. Um, somewhere in Ben's brain, he comes up with an idea and um, says, hey, it's going to be a 40-yard shot this week. Um, the next round is 25 yards sitting on your butt on the ground. And you shoot at a one-inch circle on a paper plate, and then you measure the outer diet or the outer spot of your arrow to the outer edge of your circle, and then um, you just comment your score. You do a live video in there, so it's live, and that's kind of like the pressure spot. You know, it's not just out shooting 3D with your buddies. Like you have a little bit of pressure, like it's live. You can't, you know. So it's just a little better simulation, um, a little better um added than just out shooting in your backyard so um until 3d really gets up and going um i'm glad ben's done that and it's got me shooting my bow at the late spot of january the whole month of february and um, i think there's this this week and next week and then that's going to wrap up i'm going to talk to him here tomorrow night and hopefully talk him into doing one like during the summer and then maybe late summer do another one because i've really enjoyed it and there's been quite a few people actually in there doing it so um my best shot so far has been 66 yards and i was 11 11 sixteenths of an inch away from a inch circle you can't read a tape so yeah, highly I, trust him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so i've had fun doing that yeah that's good man you um i know you're taking really good really a lot of pride in shooting and getting better in in that trade um I've, I feel like, I mean, I lost that one deer, but other than that, I yeah. haven't had like the heartbreak like you, that you've had, you know? Right. So, um, I, I shoot a lot. Um, I haven't been shooting a lot lately to be blatantly honest with you. I, I've been, my kid's been shooting his bow way more than me. Nice. I bought two brand new tar or yeah, two brand new targets last yep. week. So that's going to motivate me to get out. I just have too much. I got to get all this honeydew stuff done before. Uh, turkey season yeah yeah <laughs> so that's my uh that's my go-to right now i say during each round each round's a week long and we literally had like one good day to get your shot in and if it wasn't for like that one good day you wouldn't have been able to shoot because it was yeah. literally like 20 degrees the rest of the time you know mm -hmm. so you want to get out and get get stretched out and get a good groove and then you know do your shot but you just got that one shot and it is what it is that's cool, man. I like that idea. Motivating people to anything that motivates people to get outside and shoot or in the woods, I'm I'm 100% for. So yeah, exactly. Nice work, Ben. Um, let's get into the new lease potential. Um, so I have been knocking and rocking doors, shaking them, whatever I got to do to <laughs> to get in there. Uh, Googling, um, putting in all kinds of work, talking to people, different people talking to people to get other people i would say info. like four, four people <laughs> away to get to one dude yeah it's it's a kind of a disaster but when i find a piece that i won i'm really working on it so we had 90 percent sure have a new lease um another small piece um another not a lot of timber but i really like it it's connecting to really good stuff and then potential to have one of the main accesses that we feel like the deer are coming off the private onto the public that we're hunting. Um, just a little bitty kind of waterway draw in between there that uh, I feel we know a lot of the deer are using. Yeah. <laughs> we know. So um, also we're going to want to run a camera right off the road next year. 
I found another spot that I okay. think might be good, but um, you really should have checked too. You know, check it, and if it's shit, then you pull it because you know you could check it. You know, every three days because it's right <laughs> by the road. Yeah, but uh, so we're pretty jacked about that. I actually got to go out and walk the one private. Found a, my boy found an old shed, another his second hanger. So that was pretty what? sweet. Yeah. Oh He's, shit! I found two hangers with him. I'm like, damn. I, I actually thought you were at Booner Town when you when you did that, and you were down at like the creek. Oh yeah, yeah. No. That's where I thought that was. No, no, this was, this was at the new piece. But yeah, it's um, pretty good shed. Um, it was two years old, so mm-hmm. I, I know it's a stud now. But um, I don't believe there was supposed to be anybody hunting there. But there's <laughs> a, quite a few stands on the piece, so that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, I kind of talked to the landowner a little bit and asked him if you know we could put up no trespassing signs. And um, I, there's a there's a couple signs that says monitored by trail cams and monitored by cell cams and stuff like that i feel like you start putting that stuff out people there's only like two main entrances to this place so i feel yeah. like you start putting that out might might push some people back but i'm excited to walk that again um so i started walking heavily the first of february and i've marked the date of everywhere that i walked and i wanted to go back a month from where and i walked it and I have everything wrote down, like every piece I've walked, and now I'm going to go back and start over and walk them all again. Nice. So after I get this patio poured, that's my goal uh. is every day after work, <laughs> hit one piece, walk it, hit one piece, walk it. Because we get, you know, spring ahead's coming real soon mm-hmm. here. We'll get that extra hour after work. That's major, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the that's the update on the ground. We still got Boonertown. We got the private or the public, um, but we're going to be hitting hardcore. But we also, like I always say, if you can pick up an extra 10 or extra 20, extra 30, whatever you can, that could be the ultimate game changer. Because it could be like me, and you pick up a 21-acre piece, and there's a 190 on it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that. It's just that you never know, you know. And um, when when people look at that 21-acre piece, they'd be like, yeah, it's, it's not very good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a house right there. There's an easement. You know, there's not a lot of timber. Yeah. And then, boom, there's a freaking mega giant on it, and we kill it. So um, all it takes is that one extra piece. What was the status with the property to the south with the horse? Um, Are we still working on that? Yeah, we're still working on that. That okay. was a, I got a yes. Okay. Um, going to sign a deal. Already talked about cost, everything good to go, and then a back out because of her dogs sometimes go out to the woods. So So we're worried about the dogs. Yeah, so I told her I'm going to go bow only. Okay. Maybe hit her with that, be like, hey, bow only. Um, you know, we're not going to be out here like every day hunting. We have other places to go. Yeah, it is. Et cetera, et cetera, you know, and, and see, and just, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that doesn't like to give up, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the relationship good. Um, and I know her personally, you know what I mean? So for me to say, Hey, what, what do you think about this? You know? And if she says no, that's it for the year. But next year, that doesn't mean I'm going to say, Hey, you know, how's it going? Yeah. Cause I mean, everybody's you know, financial status yeah, changes, you, you keep, know, you keep that connection alive. And then she's like, you know what? You can, you can give it a shot this year. And then as long as you do the right thing while you're there, exactly, it, it compounds. And then you're hunting a place for two, three, four years. You know what I mean? I was talking to my wife the other day and I said, with homies kids and my kids i said about about 10 years from right now mm-hmm. me and homie are gonna have to have a giant piece locked down yeah and she's like yeah that's fine 
when it's the kids and spending money oh, on yeah, a lease, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. You know, whatever, whatever it takes to, <laughs> to get a giant piece, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, if, if one or two of them wants to hunt and one or two of homie wants to hunt and then we're out there hunting, you know, you're talking four or five guys on the same piece, you're going to want a mega piece. I'm going to say, we're going to need a spot where some forked horns are able to be killed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, forked horn city is what I want. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so, uh, that she was like, oh yeah, you know that that's understandable. I'm like, oh, okay, of course it is. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. because they're going to go turkey hunting, you know, and all that. And then you got it, you just got it. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, if I said I wanted to get a giant piece, mean homie, she'd be like, ah, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, throw the kids in there. So ten years, we'll have a real stellar place. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so forked horns would just get murdered. I, I, mean, always, my- I always get to be like, have you seen the checkbook? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I have. It looks all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, looks good enough to. To get a decent piece, yeah. But, uh, uh, all right, well, talking about turkeys, Ooh, kids killing yeah. turkeys. Um, I'm ready to kill a Jake. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You said it again. Yeah, I'm ready to kill a Jake. Um, I got third season in Illinois. And what'd you get? I got second and third season. Second and third. So I'll be filming second. I'm mix match third. Hopefully both yep. kill. Yep. I am gonna buy an over a counter tag. I don't even care if it's. I don't know what county. I'll find a county with some public on it, and I'm just going to buy an over-counter tag for and sure. go for did it. Did you apply for fifth? Yeah, I did, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I only got one tag, though. So, But I'll, I'll buy an over-counter tag. So yeah. I don't know. The Illinois turkey season is such garbage. When, oh, people, yeah. when people listen to this, they're probably like, ugh, yeah. I don't know. But there's five seasons. You have to apply for each season separately. It, Some seasons don't have. I would say only four of them have a weekend. Yeah, don't have a weekend in them. They're five day seasons. And then when you do get a tag for a season, you only have the weekend to get yeah, it done. So you have those five days, and that tag is no good. And then you have to buy another tag, but tags sell out. So like second season Knox, there's none. Second season Henderson, there's none. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Turkey season in Illinois is... But I, it, I would really like it if they went to five weeks, one bird. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. You get five weeks to hunt, kill one bird. Instead of three birds, you know, five weeks. So right. I, I, I don't know. If you buy five different tags. You well, know what I mean? Make the, third, make the tag $10 more, and like, like you bought two tags, two tags and yeah. then freaking give you the whole five weeks. Yeah. It, something's got to change. We can't even hunt past one or yeah. two. Um they they've been back and forth. But on in that. our area around here, there just isn't a lot of turkeys, dude. They're just we don't see turkey. I don't think we've seen a turkey all bow season. No, we didn't see a turkey all no. bow season. No. All that time spent in the woods, <laughs> didn't see one turkey. Last year we had some on cam there. Yeah, um, even on public. No, no turkeys dude. on either public. Yeah, no, no turkeys at all. So you know, what I mean, like it just they're just not a lot of turkeys around here. I just but, don't know. But down there, bro, we're yeah. we're gonna be set. Yeah. We're at least gonna have a lot of the, goblin. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the gobbles all day. <laughs> right. They might be hiding in the woods in the eighty foot goalie, but they'd be gobbling yeah. their brains off. But, yep. Yeah. So that's our Illinois turkey season, Nebraska turkey season update. Do you have a legit update on that? I believe um, we're gonna go out to Nebraska, hang out with Nate and Scott from Next Level Deer Supplements. Um, gonna hunt some Miriams out there, I believe at Scott's place. And that's going to be going down the weekend of May 2nd. That would be our fourth season here in Illinois. Uh, we're kind of waiting to decide or wait to see what tags we got here before we plan that trip. Uh, we definitely know we wanted to get out there. Their season starts in March and goes all the way through like mid part, late part of May. So we have plenty of time. 
because that's a whole month before our season even opens up mm-hmm. and then a whole, you know, almost month, three weeks after our season closes. So we're just waiting to see um, what we got here. I think it'd be cool to go out there. We both kill a bird the first day and then we could just party the rest drink of the bush light and scout public land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, right? that'd be perfect. So, so hopefully, um, yeah, hope- shout out to Scott and Nate from next level for inviting us out there. Yeah. Um, kill some, some flatland birds. Right. I know uh, Scott was on them in deer season, so yeah. hopefully he can do <laughs> we'll the same see. thing. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, I'm just like, just like you said, like if, if you're, if you see turkeys during deer season, I feel like you're going to have, you know, 10 times more of that in yeah, the spring. Like that's just know. the way. Yeah. He was, he'd have like 30 in a flock. Oh dude, I'm like, dumb. dude, why don't you shoot some of these? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like. That's well, when he's like, just come out here. You can hunt and all day them. out there, right? Yeah. Oh, Dude, we're going to be so hunting cool. at like 9 o'clock at night. It's going to be sick. It's going to be so cool. I know. Just hunt all day. Yeah. Hella naps in midday. <laughs> Hella nap. <laughs> right. It's going to be so sweet. But uh, uh, that's 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 about it for the, the turkey season update, right? I mean, yep. we're ready to get out in the woods. I'm not huge on turkeys. Homie's mega giant on turkeys. I, like, I mean, I like being out there, so I'm going to go you kill as many as i can you yep. know what i mean yeah as many as i can get tags for just just for content for fun and uh i'll be filming homie hopefully he's max a giant I'll, like i said i will shoot at jake like if it's out there gobbling it's right. it's, it's, it's done <laughs> <laughs> i killed a jake last year i'm not against it at all so yeah so the, the yeah i would say it just depends what how it goes down in nebraska but i'll I think it's free game down out there. You yeah. Know, whatever, whatever comes in. So like, I told I told Scott. I said, man, you got quit working, quit golfing. <laughs> like, go out there and get me one tied up. You know. Yeah. I want I want it coming in. I want you to roost this thing a month out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just be sitting there like, okay, he's coming eventually today to this tree. I know. You know. What I mean? Yeah. He's at this tree Monday through Thursday over here. You know that that's what I need from you guys. So. Don't have to be a magnum, just a no. solid bird. Jake, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it is it one bird per tag out there? It is. is and it? I don't know how much a second tag is. Yeah. But I mean if like Miriams are notorious for being in groups like that, yeah, you know, might so boom, you boom. might just might just bang it out quick and then yeah. I mean so like in Oklahoma the the second tag was ten bucks. So it was uh, hundred and forty to get your first one in your license and then ten bucks. So the we tag? just bought two. How much is the tag? Two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah. Two hundred bad. Cheaper than Missouri. Yeah, for so. sure. Boom, two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two hundred fifty dollars. Yep. Yeah. So it's gonna get. It's not gonna. It's gonna feel real bad. Two hundred on a turkey. <laughs> like, man, I got some breast off this thing. This uh, is sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking more forward to the mount. Yeah. Are you gonna go full body again? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? So Holy uh, my plan is to p- potentially try to do a slam. Yeah. Um, full bodies. Maybe have to call in a favor to Spencer down there in Florida for yeah. an Osceola. Yeah. That's my back burner, but. I gotta kill a bird here in this here at home. Yeah, like that's my problem. One, yeah. A solid one at home, <laughs> right? So. I mean, I I've got you know birds down here, but like just in the sequence of events, you know, never um, got a full body mounted. Yeah, I so. did, didn't do full body. So just fans. Um, I, I seen a pretty cool display for turkeys of uh, somebody did a slam. They're all four bo- four, four four birds were all full body, and uh, they were all just kind of in a different unique pose, and. Um, it was. It'd be something I could build, like a nice oak wood display, mm-hmm. and you know, get it up in the corner in and the have studio. all 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 four birds. <laughs> <laughs> right. I could put one flying in every corner. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of the tentative plan right now, and hopefully um, we can go out there with Nate and Scott and have a gang up time, and hopefully kill something. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a blast. 
Well, I think that about wraps up the update, don't it? It does. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in, getting the update of what we got going on in our lives. Um, we're still working a ton. We're still dadding up hardcore. Um, Super hardcore. Yeah. I got a birthday get close to that uh, turkey hunt, so... Hey, I want yeah, ma- to make yeah. it. I want to make it work though, for sure. So, well, we'll see how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Can't miss a birthday. I'm against. I'm no, against yeah, missing birthdays for for ooh. hunting. So uh, if it doesn't work out, homie, would be out there just like Oklahoma out there singing. Yeah, I would say. Singing if, by I, w- I wouldn't even but, really kind of planning on you going, but you going is yeah. going to be even more epic. And um, you know, I know Nate and Scott want to meet you face to face and yeah. give you some shit. So. Um, see how ugly i really am <laughs> yeah you're just like you're just like hey i think i'm gonna go go out there too i'm like oh shit yeah, yeah like, uh, let's yeah. roll because i know you're not all fired up about turkeys like nah, I am, yeah but. i just i don't know i i like i like going out there i just ain't i'm just not jacked about turkeys I yeah i understand that i got that turkey target for the bow though i might i haven't killed one for a bow with a bow in three years yeah so yep. i don't know maybe i'll take a bow i don't know yeah, see, if not I, there, if, not out there. Here, I was gonna say if that second tag was cheaper, then I'd give it like a good day yeah. and a half shot with a bow. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you got to fill the first tag and then right. bow the second tag. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. so, all right. Well, um, get out there, find some sheds. Take your kids. My kids absolutely love shed hunting. I don't know. I feel like all kids would if if they got out there and got to do it but my kid begs to go absolutely begs to go i'm like it's yeah. 10 degrees out we're not going out shut up you know what i mean so um try to leave a legacy if you can and wipe the legacies out 